Welcome on back to the next episode of the Country and Cold Cans podcast. We're the Oak City Drifters. I'm Logan. I'm Andrew. And today, you know, we're sitting out here back in the studio. It's been a little while since we've uh, done an in-house podcast. In the old garage. And back in the old studio in the garage here at my house. But uh, we recently, you know, we had a couple interviews. One with Rhett Miller of the old 97s, one with Joshua Ray Walker. Both those were awesome interviews. We've got a few more interviews with some... Some North Carolina-based artists coming up here on the horizon shortly. We um, in the back end of this month on May, we're going to be interviewing Whiskey Foxtrot. They're a band out of Winston-Salem. I'm excited about that. They're about to drop their first record coming up soon. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, they got a couple singles out right now. Yeah, yeah check them out check on Spotify out. for sure. If they come, I think they're going to be playing. Um, if you're a North Carolina-based listener, they'll be playing around North Carolina here. Um, pretty regularly so definitely check them out i haven't seen them live but i've heard that they're good so we'll see but um yeah lately we've just been kind of you know trying to watch a little bit of this playoff hockey with the the canes have kind of taken over raleigh here recently it gets a little stressful at times but it's been going good what this five wins in a row believe yeah five wins in a row sweep over the islanders yeah seven of eight i think too um after that hard fault series against the washington capitals Took them double over t- overtime in uh, Game Seven, and Mister Game Seven stepped up and got that uh, had a pretty pass into Brock McGinn for the game-winning goal. And then, like Andy just said, we then ended up sweeping the New York Islanders over in the Eastern Conference Final once again. It's been a, been a while. It's been since 2009, over 10 years or so. But hopefully, we can get some time off, get a little healed up a little bit more before before yeah, the next series. Had a lot of injuries. I mean, hats off to Curtis McElhaney for for stepping in as goaltender when Peter Mrazek went down. But, I mean, hats off to him for, for really doing a, a bang-up job down there. But like you said, we need to, we definitely need the rest because we have a banged-up roster and gotta, you want to be 100% going into the Eastern Conference Final. So. But I'm excited about it. I'm kind of hoping for a, a Stanley Cup. You could be able to attend a Stanley Cup game here in Raleigh. But. Just want to be able to go to a playoff game. Haven't been able to get to one because we couldn't <laughs> get tickets the other night. I know. We were like – there was like – Three people ahead of us got got the last few tickets before when we were standing at the box office. It kind of sucked, but you know, it is what it is. I've been to two games so far, so I've definitely I told Andy he definitely needs to get to one because playoff hockey is a different animal from the regular season. It's a lot of fun. I want to swing that towel over there in the crowd. It's, it just looks like so much fun. <laughs> That's it right. Looks rowdy. Bunch of jerks. Screw Don Cherry. But anyways, um, yeah. So today we're we're kind of like wanted to jump on this topic. I mean, we everybody's kind of had their hot take on it. And everything we kind of like. We, we didn't want to jump right out and, and comment on it right at the beginning. We kind of wanted to, like, you know, let the dust settle, kind of see how everything played out when it comes to the very, very contentious topic of Little Nas X's song, Old Town Road. He recently did a remix with Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus. We're going to lay out facts for you here. We're going to tell you what it is. Tell you what it is. Make it do what it do. Yeah. Make it. <laughs> well, we're going to tell you the truth. And if you don't like it, well, I guess that's your problem. Yeah. Well, think about Little Nas X. He's... Hats off to that guy for being smart enough to manipulate the system. I mean, his own manager even said, like, he was like, hey, we know this isn't a country song, but they knew how to manipulate those algorithms to be able to get it, like, because it would be easier to get it on the hot country songs chart than it would be for the hip-hop chart. So he labeled it as a country song uh, on purpose on both SoundCloud and iTunes and I believe on Spotify too. So when he did that, it flew under the radar, and when it became part of a meme with this TikTok thing, which I still don't completely understand what it is, but every time it got played, like, and it would, all those streams got tabulated, 
it kind of like flew under the radar and ended up on the country songs chart. And then when it became obvious that it shouldn't be on the country songs chart, they uh, Billboard removed it and that, controversial. Yeah, it somehow it's controversial. And look, somehow. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm sympathetic to the argument of people who are saying, "Well, that ship sailed on what is and isn't country a long time ago." Yeah, I'm with you on that. But I think the biggest difference here is while there are a lot of pop country artists that release a lot of songs on the uh, country song charts that get kept on there and they're clearly not country or they're just very have very very loose ties to country. Most of the time, these artists started off making country-sounding material, and so they have a tie to the genre. Like, Little Nas X, he didn't have that. He was a hip-hop artist. on He was on SoundCloud, and his manager even said that we know this isn't a country song. We just knew this was going to get it the, it's the most attention. It's, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a trap. What do they call it? Trap? Yeah. Trap music? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a certain form of hip-hop, but it has a trap beat on it. I mean, and look, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't blame the guy. I mean, he um, hats off to him. I mean, he literally got his name out there, and now he has what was the number one song on the all-genre chart. So, and I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of like it. That shit's it's fun. It's a fun song. It is. Well, the only thing that gets me that I just didn't like was everybody kept talking about, oh, it's controversial that it was removed. And I just, like, I don't understand yeah. how... In any way, shape, form, or fashion, that can be considered controversial. It right. is not a country song. It's not. Yeah, I think it's it's just people want to stir up controversy know, in it's the media. Stupid. It's there was they wanted to push false narratives to try to like throw out labels on people in country music and every country music has always been by a lot of people that aren't a part of it. They don't get it, so they want to like label people that love country music as backwoods and and narrow-minded, when in reality, that's not... I mean, there are people out there like that, but They're it's... They're traditionalists. Yeah, it's... It's the same thing. There's traditionalists in the in the rap music totally. category. Yeah, They're the same way. They, they feel the same way about the what's happening to the rap music is the same way that a lot of people feel about the country music. For it's the sure. same thing, it's just a different genre. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, t- t- take a look at that video for the Lost in Vegas guys. They do video reviews. They did this song, and they had they had pretty much the same reaction that Andy and I had. We both liked the song. Like, I've, I've bumped this song many, many times yep. riding down the road because it's fun. I mean, we keep the horses in the back. We, the Oak City Drifters, we keep the horses in the back. That's confirmed. <laughs> but we just, I'm also, like, I can enjoy it, but also call a spade a spade and say hey this isn't a country song because it, it clearly isn't and like you know what if you don't if you think it's a country song you just are trying to bastardize the genre like a lot of these other pop country people like sam hunt have done i mean but like i said they're they're making their money i mean more more power to them for that but, but the thing is too that i don't like about in in that they're trying sam hunt type people they're they're actually trying to be serious about it this song is obviously for fun yeah, be lyrically and all the way through. It's now, just for fun. To be fair, I think Luke Combs brought up a good point. I uh, saw he got asked about this, and Luke Combs said that he doesn't think it's a country song, and but he also says that he also doesn't like that it seems to be poking fun at country a little bit. It's kind of making fun of country things and country people. And I, I didn't have that initial reaction at first, but I mean, I get where he's coming from when Luke Combs says that, and I don't like that either because it's like. People love to make fun of, of country music and country music fans, and I think that's completely unfair because they just don't understand it. That would be like me trying to make fun of people because they like hip-hop. It's like I don't understand hip-hop, so but why would I make fun of it? I mean, it's, it, 
it's the same thing. But it's the same reason that for from the country side point too. Earl Dibbles Jr. did did the same thing. That's almost how Granger Smith got started was he, by doing that. He did, but he clearly wasn't doing it to poke fun at um, at like the genre at making a making a mockery of it. That's, he wasn't that's making the fun difference. of the genre, but he was making fun of. I get that it. type people, but, but, but like I said, he's a country artist that was parodying like that f- to be funny. Like I think that's the big distinction between this and and the Earl Dibbles Jr. thing. Earl Dibbles was a, a marketing thing from a guy inside the country genre, like just kind of poking fun at as we used to call him back on the bows with the <laughs> the lifted trucks and the picking up the mud crickets, and, yeah, going or, going through the Sonic Five Hundred. But I mean, look, that's fine. Like, I don't have a big issue. But like, when you're making fun of the genre as a whole, when like I said, I didn't have that initial reaction, but I get where Luke Combs is coming from when he said that, and that's that's kind of where a lot of the problem I had with it. It still comes back to the same thing. Is is for both genres. The traditionalists care about the the words and the songs, and where most people that probably listen that thought that like that song probably really don't even know what the words are to the song, right. other than the horses are in the back. Yeah, and look, like I said, I can't reiterate this enough. I like that song. It's a banger. Like, I mean, we've me and a coworker of mine, we we jokingly play that song at work a lot because it, it's a fun song. I mean, it's and I ain't gonna lie, Billy Ray Cyrus, man, that dude is one smart guy when it comes to getting his name out there back into the forefront of the media because he's now had like a number one hit in like multiple decades. He he jumped on it at the right time, and dude, Billy Ray actually sounded good singing over top of that trap beat. <laughs> I didn't think he would, but he did. I didn't even know it was called a trap beat. See, the more you know. <laughs> but yeah, like I, the remix was cool. I mean, and look, this, like you said, like Andy was saying, I mean, this was more of a joke than a song to begin with because it's a minute fifty three seconds. It, it, it really wasn't a full song. It was half written. But two things can exist at the same time. You can enjoy it. You can think it's fun, but you can also say it's not country. I mean, that's fine. I don't understand what the why everyone has to be such extremist it's a comedy every song, little thing basically yeah i mean and that's fine i just i kind of agree with a little bit with luke combs was saying but it's like it's one thing to for a comedy song like wheeler walker jr and stuff like that but it's another thing to be like if if i had made fun of made a hip-hop song making fun of hip-hop like that would be just as wrong as someone from hip-hop making a a, a song like this that would be poking fun of country but i mean i mean it is what it is Thing, the fact of the matter is, country music didn't shut out Little Nas X. When everyone says that and everyone's written that in the, in the media, that's not true. The country music, uh, radio, country radio, and you're making me defend country radio here, but country radio didn't take them off the charts. Billboard took them off their own charts. So, like, I, I don't like that narrative that country radio kept him out. Like, that, that's, that's BS. I mean, I mean, it's a rap song. I mean, but it's, it still, it's, it it's all genre now. Just because there's a, a, it would be on yeah. the pop, uh, what is it, the pop uh, oh, radio it, station because it's all genre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it would hit number one, I think, on the all genre. I mean, same thing, all genre yeah. for the most part. Half time they keep country music off the all genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Tell me about well, that. They don't keep it off. It's just it doesn't get streamed and played enough. I would, I would argue to be up in that part because country has um, a very loyal group of fans, but. It, we're still not considered in the mainstream of popular music, and that's fine. I mean, it's kind of a country club kind of thing. Of if you live a if you, if you resonate with the roots of the genre, like you kind of you kind of get it. I mean, it, but it's not for everybody, and that's fine. It doesn't need to sound like everything else. Country it is about rural way of life and about people who grow up like that. And if you didn't grow up like that, it's 
you may eventually resonate with it, but it will be harder for you to understand it and resonate with it. I love country music. Country music is like the soundtrack of my life growing up, soundtrack of my life now. I mean, and so I do get a little bit angry when people want to pick fun at it because it is, it's like making fun of the way that I grew up and that, like, I, I do take offense to that. But, I mean. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. Yeah, I get, as you can tell, I get all up in arms about it sometimes. But at the same time, I am sympathetic to the argument that the ship sailed on things not being country on country radio a long time ago. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that's there's a There's a lot of terrible, terrible Who music. Who was it on, on the radio? It was the CMAs. They are on the red carpet, and they said, uh, it's music. We should just all be okay with it. And I was like, that sounds like something a pop country guy would say. Right. It's because they don't want to ruffle any feathers. It wasn't Brothers was it? Osborne. Brothers Osborne basically said, this crap isn't country. They like uh, was I don't remember if it was John or TJ Osborne, one of the two said that if you listen to Chris Christopherson... Oh, Old Dominion. Well, was, yeah, that sounds about right for Old Dominion. I, I enjoy some I Old Dominion songs. I don't listen to either one of them, so well, Brother, I get them confused. Brothers Osborne is, is actually pretty good. I, I get them confused. Though. But Brothers Osborne said, uh, uh, like I said, I can't remember if it was TJ or John, but they said, if you go and you listen to Chris Christopherson, then you listen to this, and you tell me it's, it's the same genre, he said, then I'll quit. I'm done right now. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, brother, I like that. But I mean, I, I enjoy the song. I like it. It's I know fun. you, you I mean, like it too. I, one thing I like the memes that come out oh, totally. of. It. Like, I now know what that word means too. But that T-shirt that the people made with the guy with the mullet that, that was says, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, business in the front, horses in the back. Yeah, that, I, I want that shirt. I don't know who made that shirt, but yeah, that was, hats that off was to cool. you because you got to be selling them things. Oh yeah, that was very very timely that, that came out. But that that's hilarious because it it had a old school picture of circa like ninety two. Billy Ray Cyrus, achy, bricky heart, kind of mullet. And then, like Andy said, it had that cool reference to the song. Horses in the back. Horses in the back. <laughs> but, yeah, we, uh, we, I remember when that song came out, and it got kind of popular. Andy went around saying the horses are in the back all the time. I think all the time. I think you and I may have even tweeted it from the Drifters account a few oh, times. <laughs> I mean, I still say it. I still say it. No. I got Parker McCollum kind of got me hooked on it because I thought <laughs> for some reason when he kept going around and talking about how every place he went about how they had the horses in the back. I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but yeah. I, it's pretty stupid, but I still kind of thought yeah, it was funny. I got kind of hooked catchy. on it, and then I started saying it all the time, and yeah. It kind of it went from there. It's a spiral effect. It definitely seeped into the Oak City Drifters lexicon over here over the last couple months. Yes. I, I know what that word means. <laughs> But yeah, well, speaking of Parker, actually, Parker is um, coming out with a new song here soon. I think it wasn't Pretty Heart. I think that he's I, I, all I knew. He said he was gonna put out a single. He was gonna release four. I think he said uh, over the summer. One was gonna be. It's, it's got to be within the next few weeks. Right. right now, the first one's gonna drop. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Like I'm. I've heard Pretty Heart. I think we've. I don't remember if we have posted Pretty Heart on our website or not. I, I know we have Howard Light, Light and then. I know we've done a cover of cover Good, Lord, of Good Lord, Lord, I don't, I don't know if we've posted that one. We may, we may actually put that up on the website here for everybody to be able to see that if you haven't heard Pretty Heart. That's, it's a good song. It's, it's uh, very Parker esque with the way it sounds. Like I, I dig it. Um, but he said I did see him tweet a while back. That that's gonna be available pretty soon for everybody. But that'll be cool. Like I know that. Um, I'm looking forward to his new record. Coetzel's coming out yeah. this year. Both of them putting out a whole album this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to Coe's record. I know Coe's very controversial, but Coe's... Look, even if you don't like his music, his music's fun. I mean, 
It's good. So yeah. he's got good songs that people just overlook. Did you see that uh, Instagram video of him? Which one? Tales from the bunk. Yes. Dude was plowed, man. Dude, did you see his hand in that from where he fell down trying to oh, race yeah. that guy on the sidewalk? Barefoot, right? Barefoot. He yeah. took his shoes off. He said, kept saying his shoes were slowing him down, <laughs> not the fact that he was hammered drunk. <laughs> right. That's why I like it, yeah. I just actually listened to him. He did an interview for uh, Whiskey Riff on the Whiskey Riff Raff uh, podcast, and he was saying that when they played his show in Seattle, he said him and his friends were hammered drunk, and he said he got in the Uber and told the Uber to take them to Kurt Cobain's house. <laughs> <laughs> I um, fully believe that story. Oh, totally. But, yeah, like, Co, I'm looking forward to his new, new stuff. I mean, like I said, I know a lot of people don't like him, but, I mean, we... We did Co-Wetzel. Oh, absolutely. I, went, I mean, he's got more than one song that's a quality song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his songwriting is very underrated. I mean, does he always write good songs? No. no. But Co will tell you that. Co his first one, he's very self-aware. He writes fun songs, too, though. Yeah, he does. He writes for his live show. I mean, February 28th just makes you want to party. Yeah. Party, Co knows he, his crowd, his fan base, are, power, are the party people. I know that everyone will, uh, in light of recent events on Twitter, everyone will get this. The Co people are the LJT people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, totally. they very are. I, I was, and Co didn't play at that festival either, did he? Uh, I don't know I don't if he think did or he not did. Turnpike played that yeah. day. Uh, but it would that would have been the perfect place yeah. for Co Wetzel. If you are someone that doesn't enjoy a beer shower at a concert, probably don't go see Co Wetzel. Yeah. Because I've heard, I have never seen Co Wetzel, but I've heard from people that have that it's one rowdy show. And yeah, and that's. I think we're actually planning on going to see him in Virginia uh, Beach. We're going to try to. Yeah. I'm going to see him this year. It yeah. doesn't matter where I got to go. Gonna be, I'm going to do it this year. He's coming to Virginia Beach, Virginia in July, I believe. It's on a Saturday. Yeah, July, yeah. Saturday. That new, new-ish venue that yeah. just opened, I think, this year. Coe's kind of funny because, like, he's been – he served the purpose for us of, like, getting some of our friends into that style of music. Yeah, they would listen to him. They wouldn't listen to anybody else. Yeah. And it's funny, like, everyone's progression as a Texas country – or Texas music fan – it's not really fair to call co-country because he's not. He's rock and roll. He may have a country-ish song here and there. But a little he's not, southern rock thrown yeah, in there. He's not a country artist. Let's, I mean, in the in the uh, interest of being consistent here, he's yes. definitely not a, he's a not country, country artist. You might say, yeah. you could say Texas country maybe, but that but leans, even a, then, that I still leans say a little Texas to the rock and roll. Yeah. Still the same thing. I still say Texas music for, for that thing. genre because Texas country gets thrown about, but a lot of those guys, like, like I... They're, a lot of them are not super hardcore country. No, I mean, it's just a lot of that stuff. That genre style lean, leans a little rock yeah. and roll. Yeah, Coe's a little bit more rock and roll than that. He is. But I give him that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't say he's nearly as good as these guys. But it, I mean, it's kind of going along the same trail that Cross County Ragweed was on. They were yeah, rock and roll. They were rock and roll. Yeah, they were. Their rock songwriting and roll. was a lot better. So Don want any angry. Yeah, ragweed. Ragweed fans. Ragweed was a magical thing. that's never gonna Thinking happen that I'm, again. Yeah, I don't unless, wanna... unless ragweed gets back together, then it will happen again. But oh, well, I don't know. It probably won't be as good. Probably the same time they're around. probably not getting back together either. But no, but I mean, I don't want any angry ragweed fans tracking us down here in Raleigh. Don't at us. Trying to come at us because we thinking we were saying Cody Canna and Coetzel were the same because we're not. So they both have <laughs> long hair. Yeah, they both play rock and roll. That's about it. Yep. But hey. They're both from that the middle of the country. Yeah, I hear my dog whining. We're over here in the in the, our recording studio in my garage, and she's listening to us whining at the door, trying to claw our way through the door. Yeah, in the garage. I think she's hungry, but when is she not hungry? I mean, if you're hiding the kibbles from me, I'd be upset. <laughs> right. Thing is, they they're not hidden from her. She knows where they're at. 
She just can't. She doesn't have thumbs. She got no she thumbs. Can't, yeah, she can't. She can't get in the box. Rough life. Yeah, rough life. <laughs> but I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I think that uh, that should probably about do it for this this episode. I mean, like I said, we're still gonna pepper these in, you know, of us just shooting the breeze about random crap that happens, along with our our newfound podcast of interviews we've got like i said yep. we've got whiskey foxtrot coming up may 22nd i think we're going to interview them so that should be up you know in a few days after that once i can get all the thing produced and everything so then we've got a couple of other guys that are on the radar right now but i don't want to announce it until it's solid for sure but um that's coming up but yeah i guess that'll uh, probably do it for this i mean as always we're now on spotify and apple Podcasts, so please go and give us a five star rating even if you think it freaking sucks give us a five star rating yeah and uh give us a great review out. yeah scrubs are out no scrubs no mediocre that's what T.I. said no mediocre but uh <laughs> but yeah just um give us a good review as the kids say it'll be lit yep but um, it'll be litty but yeah I guess this will do another episode of the Country and Cold Cans podcast we're the Oak City Drifters I'm Logan I'm Andrew we will see you next time